0: I think I'm actually prepared 100 oh my god there's always, there's always something I miss but I think I'm actually prepared this time
1: you are gonna steamroll over me <laughs> welcome to I Hate Your Movie. My name is Dan. My name is Rick. And this is a movie podcast where we make each other watch movies that the other one might not like, but uh, it's a gamble. Yes. This week we watched my recommendation. I call it Anime Inception. (laughs) (laughs) Paprika. It's a anime movie made in 2006, made by Satoshi Kon, who's a really celebrated anime filmmaker, animation Giant. It's obviously the first animation we've seen.
0: It is the first animation we've seen. It's not your typical anime kind of animation. So what no. actually would you say the difference is between anime and just regular cartoon animation?
1: I think it's just anime as Japanese cartoons. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I know what you mean... But even within that subcategory that you mean, there's dividing genres and kind of qualities as well. So I know what you mean, the annoying hentai girl anime. (laughs) (laughs) That one. Someone has a giant sword. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is like a story. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know. Not to shit on all other animes, but this has a story. This is is not a
1: shonen jump anime. The what? Shonen Jump is like the Japanese AD weekly or monthly magazine where manga is published. It has a weird system where people vote on what is the best one and that one keeps going. And a lot of manga and the anime that came from it come from that. These are all the action-y animes like One Piece, Dragon Ball, Naruto. <laughs> That's the shonen anime. Fair enough yeah.
0: I didn't like anime for a very long time I watched Akira mm. When I was much younger yeah. And I had no idea what was going on <laughs> First things first I will offer my one sentence review That I have pre-organised this time oh I, I have sat down and thought about it And written it down oh So I'm now ready for the first time <laughs> Please continue The one sentence review is Drum roll, Better than Inception in every way Yes. There you go. That, by the way, is what a sentence sounds like. <laughs>
1: I'm playing with the rules, yeah. Can't contain me. Like this movie can't contain dreams. So you liked it.
0: It nearly made you forget it was an anime. There are some animes that have got a really good story, but they generally tend to all be roughly the same, similar.
1: But in what aspects?
0: Well, like you said, hentai. Yeah. <laughs> <Girls>. <laughs> yeah, this anime only had one upskirt in the entire runtime, mm-hmm. which for an anime is. It
1: is had some red. pervy things, but it didn't endorse them. Mm, yeah, it was almost like symbolic pervy things.
0: I don't know what you mean, but it's still in there.
1: Every anime at some point has a girl that's getting yeah. sexually assaulted. I think for because no good reason. They're sexually oppressed because they can't show genital in movies, and that's why the anime is so crazy. And yeah, yeah okay, yeah.
0: Is that why in Japanese porn is all fuzzy all the time? Yeah, yeah. I've heard. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People tell me.
1: Yeah. There's a culture there of oppressed sexuality, but at the same time, it's in the forefront as well. Okay. I would say this movie, I watched it a second time for a very specific reason. Okay. I would say this movie is just short of a masterpiece. Okay. Unfortunately, the script, I feel like needed a few more goes. We'll get into it. I've got my... Uh, script doctor notes in my head you your script surgeon yeah i'm dr prim script doctor <laughs> because i have a very almost intimate understanding of this theme and the exploration of the theme because i'm doing the same thing with the last rival okay i went through the same things as this movie did of trying to weave the themes of fiction and reality and how they merge together into a story
0: the movie starts very weirdly Yes. As most of the film carries on as well. Yeah. Um, starts with a little car drives up mm-hmm. and this massive clown gets out of it. Yeah. And it's really cool because it starts with the clown. And it's like, now, boys and girls, it's showtime. Mm-hmm. Already tells you something's not quite right. Something's a bit of a dream. I think mean, you can pretty much figure out it's a dream at this point. There's a policeman looking for someone mm-hmm. and he's like, he's here. I know it. And then some weird stuff happens.
1: Paprika's in the in the clown makeup. Paprika is kind of like a dream counsellor. Yeah.
0: The idea of Paprika is she helps people through their dreams to help that person's waking psychology.
1: Yes. And this is a dream where this policeman is looking for a literal murderer in his case that he's trying to solve. Mm-hmm and something else is bothering him, but he doesn't want to deal with that.
0: The circus thing plays out, he gets trapped in a cage, everyone starts attacking him, and then it goes really weird. He goes through different phases of his dream. so then he's Tarzan, then he's on a train, then he's in, like, some rodeo thing. Mm-hmm. They're
1: movie genres. Yeah. So the Tarzan is, like, adventure movie, and the second one is, like, a thriller, and someone's strangling him on the train. Yeah. And then third one, is, uh, they said it's a romantic comedy, but I didn't get that anyway. <laughs> they, what in they, the rodeo? Because they explain the dreams in order okay. later on, and they say that's a romantic comedy. Okay, I guess <laughs> it, it, it doesn't come off immediately like <laughs> no. the other ones, but I guess yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. So this is the first film I couldn't look away from. Mm. So much is happening throughout the entire film that normally I take out my notes and I add things to it on the side but I had to hold my notes in front of the TV (laughs) so I could always be flicking between the two Mm -hmm. just in case I missed anything because there is so much happening on the screen at any given point. It's even in the scenes where they're in a boring office or they're in a lab or something there's always something that is weird and wonderful or something could just magically happen at any point and it really keeps you involved in the film so you literally can't look away for more than like 10 seconds and without potentially ruining something
1: yeah just the massive amount of creativity in this movie is overwhelming honestly every detail was cared for very much clearly yeah definitely
0: what did you think about like the technology the main scientist in this and some nerdy overweight Mm -hmm. guy have invented this thing called the dc mini yeah. And the DC Mini allows you to go into... I think it was designed to go into your own dreams and that someone can visit your dreams yeah. and help you through it. Yeah, but you can it, share dreams. Yeah, but then it got connected to a network where people can access anyone's dreams at any point and people can force dreams upon people as long as they've used the DC Mini in the past.
1: Yeah, they explained something that they didn't code in some sort of safety yeah. stuff into it. And then how they can intrude other people's dreams is they used it so many times that they got used to it and then they can like, control it as you watch
0: the film it makes a lot of sense but as we're trying to describe it it sounds incredibly convoluted
1: it is yeah <laughs> and it's not super important i don't think
0: do you not think no i don't think oh so. i quite like the idea because you've got the the guy charles xavier oh <laughs> 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 uh,
1: i don't know his name
0: no The guy in the wheelchair, the bald guy in the wheelchair that was around. Evil Professor X. Yeah, (laughs) because he is dead set against the DC Mini. Yeah. His point of view was that the realm of dreams should be not interfered with. Mm -hmm. Like it's the last part of human... What do you call it?
1: He has kind of a crazy ramble, and it's within that he says something like, "Dreams told me that you shouldn't interfere and this and that." It's a
0: very personal thing, and it's a very personal thing for everyone else. And he, you shouldn't interfere with that. It's the gist I got. Yeah, which is interesting. I think that's true.
1: It is true, based on especially at the end of the movie, it shows you why you shouldn't interfere. Would you use a machine? Oh yeah, (laughs) 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 but I'm dumb and (laughs) impulsive, you know. So.
0: Fair enough. That's the DC Mini. They introduced that pretty quickly. They introduced the scientist lady.
1: Chiba is the real world version of paprika.
0: Oh, that's an interesting definition. I would say paprika is the dream version of Chiba. Uh,
1: no, I would say mine. My yeah. yeah, it felt like especially towards the end that they're going for that vibe that she puts on kind of like this cold mask over herself. Mm-hmm. And then she's pretending to be cold while she's not.
0: Well, she's actually Paprika. So Paprika's the person inside.
1: I guess so, yeah. I would think it's probably more complicated than that. Maybe she splintered her whole personality and the truth is somewhere in between.
0: Okay, like a Tyler Durden situation. Yeah. Yeah, like that. The intro to this film is really cool. So you get the intro from the circus thing, but then while the credits are rolling, you get the kind of introduction to Paprika mm-hmm. where she's riding around the city. And it's like a dream thing. You see Paprika on a billboard and then she picks up a glass of drink from mm-hmm. the billboard. Then she walks across to another billboard in which she's sitting on a beach. And it's just really cool.
1: One visual that stuck inside my mind from that is she appears in someone's monitor in an advert. Yeah, yeah. And then she keeps coming closer until the point where she appears behind the monitor and she just comes out and like...
0: "Eh." (laughs) Again, like, it's another example you just can't look away for a minute because you're going to miss something cool if you do.
1: The story is someone's stolen the DC Mini, or two of them, actually.
0: Yeah, that was a bit confusing to me. It felt, for most of the film, like only one had been stolen. And then when they found that, they got that one back, they're like, oh, there's another one.
1: Yeah. My assumption was that... The evil Professor X <laughs> and the uh, pretty guy. What should what should we call him? Yeah, I don't know. The normal looking guy who's actually a weird pervert.
0: I got like handsome corporate guy. I think. Yeah, that
1: one. I thought he was the second user because they set them up as like a duo at first.
0: What's your thoughts on the big guy?
1: Right. Should we get into Dr. Prim script surgery? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the big guy, especially what happens at the end, he needed another rework.
0: The big guy is the inventor of the DC May. He coded it and he knows how it all works and he's part of the team to get it back. But he is morbidly obese Hmm. and he is basically a child in a man's body.
1: At the end, it turns out that Paprika and Dr. Chiba, who's the same person, are in love with this person. Tokatsu, this big fat guy. Okay. And they marry, even. Justification for the love was that he enjoys life as a whole and he lives in the moment. She makes the analogy of he eats so much that it's like he takes the world in. And I feel like, outside of eating, that didn't reflect in his personality.
0: No, he generally seems scared, sad, and afraid.
1: Yes, and that should have been changed. He should have had, like, a Orson Welles, oh, a big, jovial personality.
0: Okay, Father Christmas.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> or um, the Brian God. Blessed.
0: Yeah, Brian Blessed. Rip Torn.
1: Yeah, he should have been very extroverted mm-hmm. and overtly impulsive, but in a way where he enjoys life. And no, he was an awkward nerd who was eating too much.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to have some backstory, something happened to him and he was eating away the pain. I actually thought he was going to die. Facko orders lots of food, gonna die, was my note. <laughs> okay. Just from consumption. Maybe I have this perception that he was odd and that's not part of like the way society should be and mm-hmm. therefore they were going to kill him.
1: It's a weird character in a Japanese movie, they don't usually feature obese characters. Again, they have a lot of shame around that.
0: That's kind of why I thought they were going to kill him, because I thought they were going to show that that's not the way he should live.
1: This movie is like embracing quirky people and interesting eccentric characters. So they get
0: together to try and find the DC Mini. So the big guy, the short old doctor and the scientist lady. Names?
1: Chiba is the scientist lady. Tokatsu is the fat guy i don't remember the small scientist guy
0: so that's when everything starts to go a bit awry in their world because this is the point where the doctor gets infected and jumps out the window
1: someone triggers him into dreaming while they're awake and he's tricked into jumping out the window
0: this is the part where i was like oh anime <laughs> because everyone is always shouting in anime Mm-hmm. All the time. Any kind of emotional scene. They're like, oh my god, I love you so much. Oh, I love you so everything so much. Well. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. If it
1: isn't the four ninjas. Who the hell is that?
0: And it's just irritating as fuck. This doesn't do that very often, but in this scene especially.
1: Yeah, when he rambles.
0: Yeah, but he rambles like, while shouting.
1: What I liked about the ramble, like, he converts seamlessly from talking in reality, to rambling, and you're like, "Oh of god!" Or like, "What? Wait, what is he talking yeah, about?" Missed <laughs> <yet>. yeah, <laughs> I missed something. Yeah, yeah, something? He starts talking about frogs and <laughs> the parade, and yeah, I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Oh, it is pretty cool. The main thing they're looking for is himero
1: Yeah, himero is the guy who didn't turn up to work, and they suspect him. Yes.
0: So they go to Himoro's apartment. So they believe that himero has stolen the DC yeah. mini. At that point, the I've got sorry. Can I just look up the Doctor Lady Ch- Ch- Chiba? Chibo. I'm
1: going to write that down. I'm going to cut in into this segment, the flashback scene (laughs) 10 minutes ago. I'm prepared. I've prepared everything this time.
0: Yeah, so they go into Himuro's apartment. Yes. And immediately the lady doctor, Chiba, seamlessly remembered, (laughs) gets kind of attacked in a dreamscape. So she believes she's an abandoned
1: funfair yes again she almost kills herself yeah like the doctor
0: the dream projected is the Nazi the, the, Nazi, saluting the Nazi saluting doll I don't know why everyone's Nazi saluting by the way it's, it happens loads in this films. So I think they're kind of like waving yeah
1: I think it's waving yeah. yeah
0: but they don't move their hands or anything they just put their hand like in the 45 degree angle with the fingers fully raised <laughs> all the time
1: well you know who they allied with in
0: World War 2 <laughs> oh my
1: god <laughs> wow I didn't make that decision <laughs>
0: So they believe that the Nazi saluting doll is Himero's consciousness. So she goes up to the ride. She jumps over the railing for the ride, but she's actually jumping over the railing for the apartment on like the 12th, 13th yeah. floor, something like that, which is a really good way to introduce the stakes. Mm-hmm.
1: Should we talk about the parade, which is prominently featured in this movie? Yeah. So there's people share dreams and how that's represented as in this parade that goes through a first dessert Dessert. Desert. 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 At they first, go for the dessert. At first they go dessert. for an ice cream sundae. <laughs> <laughs> first a dessert, and then more and more civilization. I said dessert again. How do you say it? Desert. Desert. So there's this parade that goes through the desert at first, and then more and more civilized places, built-in places, and... It is meant to symbolize the shared dream of a lot of people that have been connected. It's just a mindfuck of everything. There's yeah. <laughs> there's like
0: dancing umbrellas. Yeah. Nazi saluting dolls. <laughs> yeah.
1: Frogs playing music. Yeah.
0: There's a fridge in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a a <laughs> post box as well. Yeah. Like a
1: Royal Mail type post box that's dancing. Um, <laughs> there's like the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. There's like one of those Japanese gates the yeah. red ones that are walking around giant teddy bears and it's the main visual feature of this film yeah shout out to Madhouse Studios who are known to be like for this kind of weirdo animation they also did One Punch Man which I uh, recommend you didn't you didn't watch
0: I- I tried watching One Punch Man.
1: So Madhouse Studios, great animation studio. I've noticed some budget cuts in terms of the parade. They did animate the whole thing, but they did reuse some of the shots. Oh, yeah. But still, you know, it's a crazy amount of work. Oh, yeah. I mean, you would use the same things over and over again. It's just slightly too much for me five or six times same shots
0: she realizes that's where the doctor is the old doctor mm-hmm. and chiba sends paprika in to save the old guy from the parade
1: yes and that's when we see the doll the main prominently featured doll face turning into himura Yep. the main suspect the way paprika saves the doctor is really weird <laughs> and like disturbing I don't remember that. Did I don't remember. So he's made up to be the king of the parade because a crown and everything. And Paprika comes in and she's like being all seductive and all weird. Why? Oh, I'm going to save you. And she just lays on him and she starts like submerging into him. Right. And then she completely submerges into him. He starts blowing up oh, yeah, like a balloon. Yeah, he does. And he just pops. <laughs> and what I like about that, his body pops but his like head and like his head crest that he was wearing is just flowing in the wind. Like he's still there. And that's how he wakes up. <laughs> what do you think of the paprika character?
0: Overly perky. It was quite yeah. irritating at times. Yeah. Especially when like the stakes really amped up. It was a possibility that a lot of people
1: might die. Mm -hmm. and she's still like
0: hey guys let's go Um, everything's good
1: yeah you could view it in a way where her positivity and positive energy kind of saved the day because she's just gone for it you know at the end does she yeah i will get into it
0: okay to be continued
1: yeah i think her annoying perky character is this chiba character is basically splintered off that side of her and that's why
0: i prefer chiba Okay, so, like the fat guy dying, I made a couple of other predictions during the start of this film. I thought it was going to go, like, very linear down the road, kind of really obvious plot points. So my next note was that I thought the scientist and the policeman, so Chiba and the policeman, were going to get together. Mm -hmm. Because Paprika has a moment here where she's like, just be yourself. (laughs) Which was the start of my annoyance with Paprika, to be honest.
1: Okay, she hits on almost all the guys in the movie, except Professor X. Mm.
0: Or even the handsome agent guy
1: As he was raping her in the dream (laughs) Oh really? Yeah we'll get into it I guess Oh my god (laughs) It was like all flirtatious and everything Oh yeah We'll get into the dream rape later (laughs) Did Inception have dream rapes? Don't think so I don't think (laughs) so either Better movie
0: (laughs) I think we go back to the cop at this point She sends him a website
1: Yeah the internet stuff
0: Yeah yeah Radio GP. It's not an actual website, by the way.
1: Yeah, it's like a website where you go in and then a little video plays of two people, two barmen are talking to you. And then you can go inside the pub or bar even yeah. more. And then there's Paprika and you can spend some time with her.
0: Yeah, it's like a way to get into your dream.
1: Yeah. So what did you think of that internet slash dream state kind of... Idea.
0: Yeah, there was a line in the film where she says, The internet and dreams are very similar. Are they? Are they really? No. Also, by the way, fun fact. Mm. Do you know who the voices are of those two bar people?
1: Oh, one is the director.
0: One is the director, yep. That is correct.
1: Satoshi Kon. Satoshi Uh, Kon. I don't know the other one. Uh, The other
0: is... Oh my god. Why have I set myself up for this? Perfect pronunciation coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yasutaka Tsutsui.
1: Okay. And who is he, she?
0: The writer of the Paprika novel. So anyway, you were thinking about how the internet and dreams were similar.
1: It's a bit of a stretch, but I can see where they're coming from. Can you? It's like a different brain mode when you're engaging with the internet. You kind of get into this like tunnel vision. I can kind of see where they're coming from. It was a bit of a stretch, but it was an interesting method. It was something to think about.
0: Do you think it has something to do with, like, who you are on the internet as a different personality to who you actually are?
1: I didn't think about that. I was thinking more about, like, what kind of brain functions are happening. Okay, you, know? you got like, a, like, more scientific route. I guess so. The dreams have different states. There's an alpha, and there's a lot of people who can just get into alpha by meditating. And I was just kind of thinking the internet might be similar to that. I don't know, that line just really stood out to me. <laughs> I was like, no. No,
0: it's not. It was 2006. If, if, <laughs> if the internet is like a dream, then it's a nightmare nightmare <laughs> well yeah because <laughs> it's full of arseholes
1: <laughs>
0: don't forget to like and subscribe <laughs> so yeah the cop goes into the bar and this is where we find out he doesn't like movies yeah is that important yes like, is it did that need to be in there?
1: it's kind of a b plot i don't want to jump too much back and forth mm-hmm. so i'm just gonna leave that to the end that's another you let it dangle that's a that's another script doctor moment
0: <laughs> okay i'm gonna get your coat White coat. Yeah. It's going to have, like, movie script on the back.
1: (laughs) That's going to be like a spin-off series. Daniel Prim, script (laughs) after
0: That's all the bonus episodes from (laughs) now onwards. I made another prediction. Okay. That was wrong. Mm -hmm. Again. (laughs) My prediction for this moment was fat guy's the bad guy. Ooh.
1: Because it was so wrong. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think I'm going to show you? Some generic, bland, predictable movie?
0: (laughs) I think at this point it was so odd that I started taking swings. Okay. It's like random like what I thought. Swing was and like, a miss. Yeah. That's strike free. I'm out.
1: So Toketsu goes rogue. Okay. There's a little scene where Chiba kind of unloads on him. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> She's a can't <squirter. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Remember this is anime. So Chiba kind of has a go at him. And it's kind of weird, like, why would she be angry at him? He does not really done anything to her, but the way I read that is that because she loves him, she's kind of projecting all her insecurities on him. Okay. And so he gets the motivation to go in the dream and try to rescue Himuro.
0: Yeah, so she goes in to save him, and this is the, again, as another ugh, anime, because she becomes a fairy at this point, mm. and as she's flying away, there's just loads of upskirts for no reason. Yeah. Uh, I say I, I, loads of like two or three. Yeah. But still.
1: That didn't distract me because in that sequence, there's so many crazy visuals that I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> the Himura corpse. She keeps flying through this underground tunnel, and then there's these like roots appear. And then slowly yeah. we realize that we are inside of a human. And this is where she sees that the tree that corrupted this Himura body. As a face of evil Professor X. Yes. Something really cool comes in. So this movie uses a lot of tricks of a dream to tell a story. Mm -hmm. And to do action as well. It's really interesting. And one of my favorite bits is here. Is when we switch from this scene to the parade and we see that the old guy is in the king's chair and then he says oh now we're back where we started and paprika looks away and she herself comes (laughs) again from the past so there was like a time jump basically paprika as a fairy went through this little adventure and then she through dream weirdness went back in time and warned her past self not to come in because it's a trap and I thought it was really cool was like weird like little mind fuckery
0: this is my favourite bit of the film like my favourite visual from the film Mm -hmm. so everything starts to get a bit fucked and you can't really tell what's a dream and what's not and whose dream it is and who's it and they're driving in the rain they go through a tunnel and it focuses on the window not Mm -hmm. the people in the car and there's all these drips of rain that start connecting to each other and they all form like one drip at yeah. the end.
1: While they're explaining that dreams are merging. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, a it's really,
0: cool. a really interesting visual. It's really cool. Now you find out Xavier is the bad guy. And this is where his underling pins her to the table.
1: Yeah. This is the dream rape scene.
0: Anime obligatory rape scene.
1: But again, yeah. It's it's a sexual assault scene. It was, but it's, I don't want to say tastefully done.
0: No, it's not tastefully
1: done. So she's pinned to the table like a butterfly. Like yes, how you collect like actual pins. Yeah. yeah, and then he keeps touching her and then at some point enters her as if she's liquid.
0: Yeah, his hand melts into her stomach. Yes,
1: and then he rips her skin up mm-hmm. and reveals Chiba underneath Paprika's skin. Yeah, I think it's interesting sequence we meet that guy earlier and he's kind of tagging along with the whole investigation and he kind of seems normal i think one of the themes of this movie is that we're not always what we present yeah outside. who you are in dreams is different yeah. to... and he's just not a normal guy he's just a weird pervert who wants power it's not tastefully done by way okay because
0: i forgot this so he pulls off paprika's skin and reveals the doctor but the doctor's naked there's no need for that I mean, thematically, you could say she's exposed, and it's the real her, and blah, yeah. blah, 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 but it's not necessary.
1: It didn't feel like it was done for a sexy, show reason. It felt no. like it was done for a, yeah, that she's exposed kind of reason.
0: Nah, to me, it felt like, you know, oh, we're making an anime. It has to have nudity in it somewhere.
1: It was like a vulnerable thing for me. Okay. Yeah, she didn't bend down, and she's like, <laughs> she's like curled up on the ground like an embryo. This pervert guy can't control himself. Professor X comes in and he takes over his body Mm -hmm. and tries to stop him and tries to kill Chiba or take control of her as well. At the same time, the policeman is dreaming, right? Yes. Is this the third time they go through that different dreams? I
0: believe so, because we're coming fairly close to the end.
1: Yes. So this is important. One of my favorite things in this movie, and this is one of the reasons I had to rewatch it. Uh, they explain some movie.
0: He explains the movie, Linko, early in the film.
1: They call it the line of sight in the movie, but it's usually referred as the 180 rule Yeah. nowadays. So basically, when two people are talking, you want to shoot it from one side so the audience doesn't get confused that who's looking at who. Funny thing is, you can tell when the dream happens because they break the 180 rule. Oh, really? Yeah, one of my favourite things in this movie. Because even like the dream fake-out scenes, they break the 180 rule. That's interesting. It's a really cool thing. And then, yeah, we learn that the policeman used to make movies. Paprika isn't there, but he's talking to the two barmen. Yes. He just casually comes up. And the number 17 comes up a lot.
0: Yeah, they do keep saying 17. Yeah,
1: 17, 17. The day 17 and they say, oh, they say something funny like the conspiratorial number 17. I think that must be a (laughs) Japanese culture thing. It's like never thought of 17 as a conspiracy number. And yeah, it turns out when he was 17, he made a movie. And that's why it's 17. At the same time, the two evil guys are struggling to take control of one body. And kill or save Chiba. Policeman is trying to intrude this dream by just going for the silver screen of the cinema and just trying to yeah. break through.
0: So at this point they all kind of wake up again. Old scientist guy is pressing like the access code to set to get paprika mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. and it's not working. But then they all wake up and at this point and rightly so, I was completely confused about what was the real world mm. and what was the dream world. Yeah. I just I was so lost at this point, but in a good way,
1: yeah, in a you good know, way, yeah.
0: In like what's going to happen next mm. is it, are they all going to be like in the real world and it's fine, or is a giant like penis monster going to come up <laughs> through the floor and <laughs> destroy them all? And there's this really cool bit in the background, I think, I'm not sure if it's actually happening or not, but someone puts a hand on the window in the background and it's like a bloody hand, oh, and yeah, they... <laughs>
1: yeah, as they're casually talking, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's the pervert guy. He's it? been beaten to death by Professor X.
0: Yeah, just the bloody hand on the window while they're talking. Yeah. It's very Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> yeah. But it's still a dream, and that's when the parade starts going past the window, and that's how you know they're still in a dream. Okay. Well, you
1: know because they broke the 180 rule.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Subliminally, I knew that. Yeah. I have a note here, and I don't remember it. Do you understand this note? Go it says, No more anger. Our world is happy and mundane.
1: Uh, It must be the Professor X, because he starts rambling crazy shit. Okay. (laughs) Uh, He says all sorts of weird shit. He wants control. I don't know if you got the same feeling as I did, but I had a feeling that he makes everyone dream and he creates this new dream world that he controls.
0: Uh, Yeah, I got the feeling he wants to be like king of the dream world. Yeah. Then everything starts to go a bit weird.
1: Yeah, just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It depends how you view it but either the dream comes into reality or the dream never ended and just became reality. Yeah. I interpreted it the latter way because I think that's what makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of like the idea of, we're a program, like we're sims. If you make everyone dream the same dream, then that's reality. Because you don't know either way. It's the Anima- Matrix. Yeah, yeah, it's the Matrix.
0: Yeah, I mean, it does present it in a kind of... The dreams have escaped into the real world, now the real world's being destroyed. But there's no way of knowing if that's actually true.
1: No, they go down an elevator and see an old Japanese man and he has something cryptic to say. And then they go down one more, and then they the buildings collapsed, and sad wife and the train. Inception. <laughs> what? I don't remember that bit. <laughs> you remember the sad wife? That was the whole story.
0: This is where it lost me a little bit
1: because Tukatsu
0: comes and saves the day. He was trapped in a dream for like this pretty much yeah. whole thing, and now he's a robot, kids' toy robot. Yeah.
1: That's like his dream persona, like how Chiba's Paprika yeah before that because he's part of the dream he eats chiba right remember that no no (laughs) No. that's a big part of it and then he says oh i need some spice as well i must get some paprika
0: oh yeah he does say that and
1: then paprika and the tiny doctor man they go through like the intro sequence they go through adverts and newspapers into yeah because they're hunting him down Yeah, 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 yeah
0: yeah and then my next note is, I don't know why I wrote it down, maybe I was thinking of setting up a dating profile, but it just says, fat, slow, and just a mess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's what she says to him. So what happens is, Toketsu as a robot smashes into a building, Chiba comes in and gets him out, and uh, we go flashback to a scene when that happened in real life and he got stuck in an elevator. Yes. She gets him out. They have like this tender moment of honesty. She says that...
0: Fat, slow, and just a mess.
1: But you, like, consume everything and just live life, (laughs) like, as it is. And that's why... She doesn't say, but that's why I love you. That's the implication there.
0: (laughs) So then Paprika joins Chiba inside Tokatsu and a baby appears.
1: (laughs) The policeman is there and the tiny doctor man is there. Inside of Tokatsu, a baby appears... And starts sucking up the dream. Yes. And she grows as she sucks up the dream. This is where my favourite line is in the movie. This is
0: the most questionable line <laughs> in the movie. Though. The most kind of like... And again, we're going back to kind of like anime.
1: <laughs> For me, it was just funny. Because uh, the doctor and the policeman are standing there like, Oh, is that Chiba? Or is that Paprika? And the policeman says, Well, it's a girl.
0: It's a giant baby. And, and she's growing really quickly. Yeah. And then it gets to roughly about like teenage... Mm-hmm age when they say well it's a girl for sure
1: (laughs) yeah (sighs) because they all right it is a bit weird and perverted but they're standing right below her and they can't help you know like what can you do why is that you just don't need to say
0: it you don't need to say
1: that i thought it was just a funny line i didn't read anything evil in it
0: yeah and then she obviously grows into a full grown woman yeah to fight professor Xavier and of course because it's anime she's naked
1: again she was just born yeah
0: you know, but she controls the dream. If she controls the dream she could put some clothes on.
1: I don't think she controls the dream yet. She has to consume the guy. Oh, okay. It didn't feel male gazy. No. It felt like it just happens and there's those reasons for it. Rebirth. And earlier it's the vulner vulnerability. Uh, yes. I agree. <laughs> vulnerability... What's how do you say that? Vulnerability. 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 Oh my god. <laughs> So, yeah, she sucks up the Professor X. <laughs> she she does one up. <laughs> she sucks up the Professor X into her body and swallows. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Don't spit. Don't do a spit pick. <laughs> <take. laughs> she is control of the dream now. And then all the skies returns to normal and everything's all good. I
0: don't know if it pans out or it shows uh, the city that's been destroyed. Yeah. And the next scene as well, you see it's the same scene, but there's like loads of cranes everywhere as they're rebuilding the city. And that's where you don't really know if it's real or if it's
1: not. Well, the, yeah, that's a good question. I didn't get that Inception idea of, oh, is it a dream? Yeah. I get the idea of that it doesn't really matter <laughs> yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. This is where one of my least favorite things happen in the movie. Really? Which is the small doctor and the policeman are walking around. And the small doctor pretty much asks, Oh yeah, what happened to your (laughs) (laughs) B-plot? That was such a disappointment.
0: Oh yeah, they meet up at the thing at the end, didn't they? Yeah, they meet
1: up and they're like, Oh yeah, what happened to your...
0: uh, To the movie you were making.
1: Yeah, what happened to that that thing we were just referencing throughout the whole movie and never resolved? (laughs) What happened to your B-plot? So disappointing. Hmm. It should have been woven in.
0: Yeah, and especially the answer as well is really annoying. The film he made as a kid was a cop chasing a bad guy through the street. And the answer of it all is like, oh, I didn't
1: need to finish that movie. I'm living that movie because I'm a cop. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. I just don't like how it was brought up again. No, I like that a lot. It was a very satisfying Answer for me. He's doing this investigation, and then your kind of brain goes like, oh, is that going to come into play? It doesn't, but it comes into play in a way where it reminds him of his old movie that he never finished. So the real mystery isn't who killed the guy. The real mystery is why is that giving him anxiety? Okay. It very nicely tied together for me in that regard. Okay. I just didn't like, yeah, how we got to it. <laughs> Fair enough. I want to talk about one more thing. Go on. Which is, I held back a little bit. We watched a dub. Yes. Mostly because I knew it was a very visual movie. Yeah, you could not
0: watch this film and read subtitles at the same time and get the full film. Yes. It's not possible. The dub was terrible. Do you think? Oh, I thought it was okay.
1: (sighs) I thought it was awful, especially the main lady, Chiba. She was like Google text-to-speech. <laughs> <laughs> she was doing the cold, bitchy thing, but not with any humanity in it. That's the
0: point paprika's their humane side.
1: It still needs something there. can't just be like no 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 no, no, no I thought that that worked really well. You need at least that glimmer of humanity,
0: no i do Not think you do because otherwise it doesn't separate her enough from paprika
1: hmm and I watched the Japanese alone. Okay, The voice actress gives a much better performance, like a little dash of paprika in there. <laughs> a little dash of paprika. <laughs> <laughs> because humans are complex, you know. Like, yeah. if she's that much pushing down on something, there should be something bubbling to the surface, I feel like. And the Japanese cast made it much better. Also, very awkwardly translated. Yeah. You could just tell, even with the dub, very awkward phrasing of things where they've gone very literal japanese we're gonna translate this as is and we're not gonna change it yeah
0: like someone's google translated it yes and,
1: and i'm not saying it's that bad yeah i'm yeah. just saying that it's very literal and you needed to change something so it's not that awkward mm-hmm. one more thing one more thing Yeah, i've got a fun fact Ooh. A not so fun fact because it involves death oh it's his last film you can yeah say. it's kind of oh that we didn't talk about that either What's that? so how the movie actually finishes Policeman goes to the movies, and he sees the director's previous movies. Okay. Satoshi Kon, who made Paprika, movies, animations. In every other movie, it would feel very self-indulgent. But in this one, it feels good because the movie is about art and exploring yourself, and it kind of, again, tied it together nicely. And the saddest thing is, Policeman goes into this movie, and it would have been his next movie, but oh, he died. really? Yeah, and there's some weird poetic that's yeah. to this whole thing where he makes this very self-reflective movie and he dies and then yeah he never finishes that movie that he kind of built up with this well on that night. yeah on that sad night. <laughs> well <laughs> i had to bring it up so richard evans why are you going to recommend us next time yes
0: so i was working on my list of films to recommend to you mm-hmm. and i had an inspiration at it immediately i was scrolling through like all the streaming services and today earlier today um, when we were talking you mentioned one of them so i thought it's meant to be oh. so we will be watching the 18 <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: the tv series no. the whole thing is it
0: good
1: is it give me a extraction to atomic blonde
0: scale <sighs> i think that's not a fair scale
1: okay give me a jumanji to to
0: to atomic blonde scale <laughs> so if jumanji is 0 mm. and atomic blonde is 10 this is probably about a minus 2 <laughs> Really? Everyone I've spoken to about this film really likes it because it's so stupid. Okay. It's one of those so stupid, it's good, it's okay. entertaining kind of okay. things. I
1: hope so. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you.
0: Don't forget to share, like, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram for some one-sentence reviews. Films we watch outside of the podcast. Let's try to chuck as much stuff as there as we can give our opinions hopefully you trust it by now trust one of us anyway exactly (laughs) trust one of us that's good enough (laughs) thank you thank you and goodbye bye